Survivor's ready. Go! Hi. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. Connor's I'm ready He's to glitching. start. Am I? No. no. You just kept repeating. Ah, yes. That is a <laughs> joke. Okay. Uh, yes, that is. Uh... Well, it's March, and I'm mad. So we're doing a March Madness Survivor Bracket. I'm not, because it's my birthday. Is your birthday? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Well, about... it's going to go out on my birthday. Yeah, I forgot we... that we were doing that. If we do it on Thursday, yeah. then. If we put it out on Thursday, which also, I usually do put out on Thursday, that's my for that. So, <laughs> oh, now my chair is squeaking. Uh, I, I was trying to; it wasn't squeaking before we started recording. And, and but yeah, that's, that's awesome. Be, it's also going to be St. Patrick's Day, which is why it's green for the March Madness. Well, oh, if you're watching, the, if you're watching the video format, and orange at the top because that's my favorite color. Yeah, well, March's color is definitely dog. green. I would, if I had to sign it, like January's yeah. blue, February's like pink, pink. Yeah. March is green. April's like either dark blue or purple. June. This isn't important. I was. <laughs> I was with you till April. Okay. I <laughs> Hot take. Hot take. October's orange. I mean, I don't think that's hot. I feel like it has. It usually has to do with the. No, I know that's that was the joke. Today we're doing a March Madness bracket of soul or, or not soul swords of past castaways to uh, to determine our favorite, if not the like the best survivor player of all time. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Are we gonna do this like? On, based off of who we think is best, who our favorite is, just who we decide to pick in the moment, or is there a basis to it, or is it just like, you know, I feel like this person should pass this person, so I'm going to vote for him. I mean, I'm going to vote for who I personally like better, because if we do just generic, like, just who's better every time, I mean, I think I think we have to do a mixture of the two, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Who's better is also subjective. Yeah. So in terms of survivor, you know. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of ways that you can go about determining what is better for you. Like what yeah. would you determine to be like the best? Because that's always going to be subjective, especially in a game like Survivor. Yeah. So we have three votes. Majority will rule every time, obviously. Uh, so that'll be cool. We seeded these. We meticulously seeded all of these players. It's 128 person bracket uh we don't have everybody and we took some subjective liberties here on who we wanted to include and didn't include we include basically every multi-time player so if they played two times or more they're on here most likely there's a few that aren't but the ones that aren't don't need to be on here the ones that aren't on there don't need to be on there and then we have a whole bunch of hand-picked one-time players as well yeah I think, and we do, do we remember the, do we remember the number that it came out to, like how much? Because it was like almost twenty, right? Almost twenty one time players. Oh, or one time players. I think more than that. Um, I don't know how many. Yeah, but I don't think there's more than a hundred, or maybe there's there's around a hundred multi time players. I think so. 
somewhere around there. So whatever whatever the difference is, because there's definitely more multi-time players than there are one-time players. And to be fair, quite a few of like the one-time players. <laughs> do like how many? Of, it'd be interesting to see like how many <clears throat> are from like the 30s. Because most we, of them, as we as we <laughs> always say, we're all like champions of the 30s. Well, so. uh, the most of, most of the players from before that who we like have played multiple times. Like yeah. it's very rare that players from the, the earlier seasons and mid seasons haven't played again yet, especially with winners at war. Like before winners at war is like, well, I like a lot of winners, but they only played there one time. Now a lot of them have played again. Yeah. And a lot of the thirties people, a lot of the people we picked the one time players we picked might have a chance at coming back again in the future. We don't know. But we organize these seeds in terms of uh, the the most times played to the least times played. So the higher seeds are, went to the people that had played more times. So like, yeah, Rupert is pretty high up there. We'll see how what we think of him in terms of like a good survivor player. But then there's <laughs> people pretty low like Earl Cole or like Todd who are one-time players, but they're super but low speed, so potential upsets to come. Dude, I'm so excited for that. I'm not going to lie. Right. I haven't talked to you guys about this, but I've been doing a rewatch of Fiji, and I just got past the merge. Pre-merge is boring. Pre-merge is boring because of that twist. But well, that yeah, merge, a dumb twist. That merge was fire. Or it, it, it is fire. I'm still like, I think I'm on... The final eight or seven. I think we should do a review of Fiji. I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of Fiji. I do like that they when fixed was idols. Watched it though. That is nice that they fixed idols. Yeah, I'll give them that. But the twist is dumb. Uh, I mean, I don't think that they're. I think the one move uh, from Fiji that's really good is when Stacy uh, does the like the misdirect on who they vote for. Um. So they play their idol wrong uh, to show that – which proved that that is the way that the idol should work because there's ways to combat it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was like the top-tier move of that season. But other than that, I mean I don't really think anything was too amazing but personally. When, but when was the last time you watched it though? I don't know. Years ago. A long time ago. We could watch it again. I mean we I could, like... but I don't think my I don't think my opinion will change on it. You never know. I don't, there's no. I mean, you're right, but I don't think so. We always. I know we you like it. We, I, I'm, I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt here, but I, I don't like it nearly as much as you do. We always said we liked 35, but now after rewatching it, I mean, I definitely I loved 35 before we rewatched. I'm not gonna it. say it's a 35, but yeah, it could be a good time. Anyways, back to this episode. Anyways, Bracket time, baby. Cool. March Madness coming out soon. I've always been a huge bracket guy. My birthday soon, so we figured it'd a big bracket episode to 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 uh, make me cream my pants. And now we're doing that. We have no idea how long this episode is gonna go. <laughs> I think because I mean, it's a hundred. I've done brackets people. before. We've done brackets before for different things. Earlier on, I think it'll be relatively easy to decide so if it's an easy to decide one let's not dwell on it too much we have a lot of matchups to go through 
especially with it being 128. So. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be going to be a long book. We have eight quadrants or eight eighthrants. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Octants? Let's jump right in. Octants, I think. Anyways. Bracket time, boys. <gasps> Whoa. Absolutely. All right, so we're not we're not going to mess around, right? Yeah. So, first matchup, what do we got here? Oh, oh yeah. I guess you could just redo that because Ozzy's moving on. There's no question. That's why, I, that's why I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. No, it's fine. <laughs> so we got Ozzy, oh, the Jungle Man, and Sabrina Thompson. Sabrina Thompson's definitely underrated. I'll give her that at least. But I'm voting for Ozzy, of course. But there's no, there's no shot. There's no question. All right, Terry and Corinne. You need help with that, Camden? With what? I, there you go. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, lock. Terry and Corinne. Um. I feel I like think, that one's kind of close. Yeah, I think they're appropriately seated there. Honestly, I think that's a close one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. I'll put my vote on Corinne. I'll put my vote on Terry there. I I, I oh. love Terry. The second round, you guys are already splitting up. God I don't damn. give a shit. <laughs> Technically, it's the first round. Yeah. Well, I mean, the second matchup. Sorry. Um, he was basically Ozzy and would have won if he made it to the end. He did. He was a really And I was watching player. a video the other day. Wasn't Corinne that... in the final tribal? No. No? no he Is this the one Corinne I'm thinking of? Yeah, this is Corinne from Gabon and Caramon. That's right. That's right. Terry, okay. um, there, there. Uh, I was watching a video where the final immunity challenge from that season basically was made was so poorly made that he was not going to win it. Uh, and it was him, Aris, and uh, Danielle. And it was you're on platforms that's you have to that are floating on water. And as time goes on, you move over to the progressively smaller and smaller platforms. And it was basically made for Danielle to win because she's just so much smaller and she weighs less. So Terry was was just destined to not win that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just it was either poorly designed or they just didn't want him to win. I think I think it being early survivor, I think it was just poorly uh, designed challenge. Because they, they thought of what would make like a really cool challenge instead of what would be like a truly competitive challenge. Between and yeah, instead players. of being practical, yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't know if you want to not dwell. <laughs> yeah, let's not yeah. dwell. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Terry. All right. All right. We got the OG number one winner, Richard Hatch and Monica Padilla. I don't think there's a question here. I'm voting no Monica. Yeah. <laughs> I'll add another to Monica and Ari <laughs> Richard. All right. We've got for, Jeff Farner for, and Kathy on, O'Brien. For, for podcast listeners, we definitely moved Rich, Richard Hatch on. Oh, we yeah. Didn't, we didn't I guess, actually yeah. move Monica over. <laughs> Don't get mad. Right, so the next matchup is Jeff Farner and Kathy O'Brien. I'm going to go. I don't know. I don't know here. Personally, I just don't give a shit about him, and I'm fine with him. Uh, <laughs> personally, I I would I would rather him be a first round boot. So I'm, I'm I mean I'm I'm still I'm still gonna vote for Varner because he basically coined the old school new new school thing in Cambodia. Yeah. That's so I'm sad. I'm gonna give him that. Don't know why he thought it was okay. To I mean, also whoever wins. <laughs> 
get demolished by Richard Hatch next round. So, yeah, right. either way, Denise and Dawn. Do we need to? Uh... No, Denise is moving on. One hundred percent, no question. Mama D. Colby, Colby and Wait. Chris Doherty, or Do- I don't know how do you pronounce Doherty. It. Maybe I think it was Doherty. 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 It's a weird yeah. last name. Um, I haven't seen his season, so I don't know how good he is, really. Uh, so he he actually is pretty good. He he uh, he has a really good final tribal. He understands how to when he's the final guy with a whole bunch of women left. He's able to manipulate them pretty well. But I'm still gonna vote for Colby here. Socially, he's strong, but the more compelling player to watch is Colby. Yeah, let's move him. We need a hero. All right, so this is the battle of the weird last names. We oh, got God. Lex Vandenberg and Vitas Baskowskis. <laughs> I feel like Lex was good in Africa. I just really oh yeah hate him after All Stars. Yeah, I mean, Ulster's really did tarnish his, like, sort of legacy he had, but I think based he off did of... did get last, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Based off of, like, Lex's performance all around, I think he's the better player on top of the fact that Vetus was being real weird with all the girls on Second Chance. That was... That was yeah, he was, was kind of... <laughs> I just don't think he's a good player. Yeah. So he, I'm going Lex. What was he, like, the merge boot, or was that Aris in uh, Bloodverse I think Aris was the merge boot and Vetus was right after. Yeah, I think Vetus made it further. All right. Our our girl, Kelly Wentworth. I don't think that's how you spell her name, but sorry, Kelly, if you're watching. Oh, yeah, it's it's with an E at the... Oh, no. <laughs> well, it's, oh, I'm, it's, I'm totally it's, clipping that for TikTok. I mean, we definitely misspelled some of these names. For some reason, Survivor players like to have really weirdly spelled names. I, I mean, Kelly isn't that weird. <laughs> That's definitely not the right way to spell it, though. No offense. I mean, I've seen it both ways. Oh, well, I definitely have, but if we have to choose a correct way. Anyway, Kelly versus Dominic. Uh, harder than I think some might think. Yeah. I'm still definitely going Wentworth. I'm going Dominic there. Um, I think... I mean, he was one vote away from winning the game. I think he played a really good strategic game, and I think he used advantages really well. Um, he he's base he's a modern day mafioso type. Honestly, he was able to control uh, the numbers uh, kind of just because he said so. And there was a lot of people on that season, so I, I'm gonna vote for Dominic there. I will say it has been a long time since I've watched Edge of Extinction. Remind me, she makes it to merge, right? Yeah, she makes it further than all the other returners. Okay. I think they all made merge, maybe, or except Aubrey. Maybe Joe didn't as well. Nah, Joe made merge. He was the merge boot. Aubrey was voted out pre-merge. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to think. Oh, man, this is tough. Because Dom did. He was one vote away from winning. I think that uh, a downfall to his, though, is not not doing the move he should have made. Whereas, you know, like Kelly, like lost a challenge, you know. But uh, Dom, the reason he lost was 
because he didn't do a move that he should have done. You know, he should have sacrificed himself to get Wendell so, out. So do that's, you think, the, that's do, the thing, though. I don't know if Kelly wins that challenge, he wins the game. I mean, I think that it was the same as Spencer in, in Kageyan, that everyone loved her and she was the underdog. I so know. Do you think, do you think here, here's the question, though. Do you think that if she wins immunity there, that Jeremy goes for sure? I think that there's a good chance that Jeremy and Tasha both vote for Spencer. And yeah. Spencer and Wentworth both vote for Jeremy. So there's a fire making there. And if Jeremy wins that, I think he still has a very strong case to win the game. In fact, I think he probably would. Like realistically he speaking, his way to the he has game. the best he has the best story in game and I still think that would outweigh her underdog story. I think she would definitely get votes and it would be a way closer vote, but I still think Jeremy wins that season. So as long as she can get Jeremy out of there, she wins, but not if Jeremy comes with her. I also think it's so much more of a crime to uh, get Kelly out <laughs> round than Dominic. Okay, like a little peek into the future, right? Do we think Wentworth will beat Lex then? Yeah. I think both of them would beat. I think both of them beat Lex. So okay. both of them might beat the other two as well, or maybe not. I don't know. I, I'm still sticking with my Dominic vote. Oh, man, this is. I think we okay. should do Wentworth. I I think I'm gonna go with my gut. And she I'm might gonna watch say later. I'm gonna say Wentworth. Thank God. I'm sorry if you're watching. <laughs> it was She I, watched I don't fucking think Yeah, she watches one TikTok, so we have to like play K to her and make sure that she doesn't get mad at us. Friend of Kelly. the show, Kelly Wentworth. Kelly is <laughs> yeah, win the whole our thing. insider information. She t- she stitched one of our TikToks one time. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, next one. Next up, we got Rupert, the Pirate of Survivor, and Pete Yurikowski. No, Yurikowski. <laughs> Peter? I hardly know her. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Who is Pete again? Pete's from <laughs> the Philippines. He He's from boring. Philippines. He's on Tandang. Oh yeah. Uh... He dated Michelle for a little bit, I think. Oh yeah, he did. That's crazy. So me and him have beef. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean... what are you guys thinking? I mean, I'm going Pete here. Honestly, I'm just gonna break it out. I'm, I really think Pete is a is a underrated player. Um, you just like look at all of his stuff in the season. You can see how he had a mind for the game. Um, There's just other bigger players that kind of overshadowed him. You know what? Um, I'm gonna and I uh, and I think Rupert is a little bit of overrated. Yeah, I mean I, he's very popular with early Survivor fans, but that's just not what Survivor is anymore. I think and I don't think a play, I don't think a player yeah I don't think a player like that would be nearly as popular. Yeah, I feel is. like they would just he if he were in modern Survivor, he would just be like that wacky boot that happens at like the second or third vote, and then that's all we remember him for. I feel it's like just he like iconicness, and then like like Pele, you were like, who is Pete? I do yeah. think, unfortunately, gets overshadowed by you know like the Malcolms and the Denises of that season. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder, like, what? Or I always wonder, like, is Pete a really good player, or is he just like 
someone who, like most people, just happened to fall on the wrong side of the numbers and isn't as good as I think he is. Like an alley. Because we never really, we can't really know how good of a player she is until, like, she didn't really get to spread her wings as much because of the other players in the game. He did make it far, though. He made it to, like, eighth or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll still... like, the social ploy. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think even with that in mind, I might say Rupert. I think I'm going to... Just because I feel like it makes more sense to... to, In terms of, like, when I'm factoring in, like, the players overall, like, yeah, the the style of play, their uh, level of play, but also just, like, it would feel kind of wrong to me. It would be like, I mean, looking further ahead, it would be like voting out coach first round. You know, it would feel wrong. I feel like he also did have two good two first seasons. You know, and it might have been did he, go didn't, far. he didn't control as much, but you know, to make it that far twice in a row, or actually, or did he? I don't think he made it that far in. No, and, uh, he, he made it far in Heroes for Villains. He didn't make it far in all seasons. Yeah, but I think he made like eighth though. So like his first three seasons, it was like eighth, fourth, sixth, something like that. Which is crazy. You know? Which I don't think was like just carrying. I think it was like the people wanted him there. Yeah, which is a big part of Survivor. So yeah, I'm I'm going with Rupert. Feels yeah. weird, but I'm going with Rupert. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. All right. Connor looks angry. Monica or Abby Maria? I feel like these are like the two opposites. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I just always feel so bad for Monica. <laughs> yeah, I- I'm a Monica. I'm a Cole Pepper fanboy, honestly. I love the Cole Peppers. My vote's going to Monica. I feel like Abby also like just isn't a good player. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to Monica as well. She's just and a fire. Monica made it to the final three. Yeah. Abby he came is, in second. Yeah. Yeah. Abby is straight up, like, again, just good TV. Yeah. All right. I, I, I was I was thinking the other day. Um, it's uh, if if Amber and Rob are the best family in Survivor, then the Culpeppers are the second best. Yeah. yeah. That's the the next best they you both can get. get second. Is, is both get second? I guess one could win, one gets second. Yeah, but, but we haven't seen that yet. Yeah, who knows? All right, Danny or Rudy? I don't really care. I'm gonna give my vote to Rudy. The uh, the uh, rest in peace. Yeah, I I'm I'm yeah. voting Rudy as well. All right, love you, Danny. Love you so much, but the win was kind of boring. <laughs> uh, James or Michaela? I'm going James because I James. like you here. James. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like I feel like Michaela was like in here or um Game Changers. Like, we were like, ooh, she she's a really good player who just like happened to get out early. And then in Game Changers it was just kinda like ah, she just didn't do a whole lot. Yeah. She though- was definitely just a number the whole time, it seemed like. I feel yeah. like that's also just a factor of like all of the players that she was up against though. Like it wasn't too yeah. Yeah. I guess, but I don't see that as an excuse when Sarah came in with the same reputation yeah, of not that's fair. being really seen as a great player and then being regarded as a really good player now and winning the game. So 
Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's an excuse. And Zeke, the person from the same season, like they were always like, we need to get Zeke out. He's such a huge threat. Yeah, they yeah. really thought the same way about Michaela. Yeah. Nick or Shireen, I think it's Nick. Nick, yeah. I think 100%. it's Nick as well. Sorry, Shireen. A couple of weeks ago, I finished my um my rewatch of Dave vs. Goliath, and I'm oh, he is so good. He's pretty good. Jerry or Natalie White? I'll throw it at Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, I'll throw it yeah, at 100%. Jerry as well. Maybe the the greatest like turnaround of any player. I think like so. went from villain to hero in that season. Yeah, that that that, that was. I like that. Which is why she lost. Which is why she came exactly. in fourth. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly why. It's perfect. There's so many reasons why that season's amazing. Yeah. So we have two blonde chicks. Yeah, sure. Courtney Yates versus Kat Ederson. I'm going Courtney. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Courtney's the choice there, I think. And yeah. and maybe maybe Hayden will date her because she made it to merge. Yeah. She did make it to merge. <laughs> Not the second time, though. See, Not this is a very unfortunate matchup here. Jonathan Penner and <sighs> Xander Hastings. I love both of these guys. I love yeah. them both. And I love Xander nearly as much as Jonathan, though. Yeah, I, I it's really tough because I don't want to see Xander go out in the first round, but it's a lot of these one-time players are just going to get knocked out because of the seeding, which is unfortunate. Yeah. It yeah. sucks so more. bad. I'm just, I, I love Penner, so I, I'm still gonna throw my, throw, I'm still on. throwing my vote on Xander just out of respect, so he doesn't get zero again. Wait a minute, I could throw this. I'm voting Xander. Xander's moving on. Oh my god. Well, I switched my vote to Penner then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Like, for real, or like... Yeah, for real, because okay. I just want Xander to not have zero. All right, there we go. Damn it, okay. Because, I mean, Penner's the obvious choice. Yeah, I just... It hurts so bad to see him go so soon. All right, All right we're only on the third quadrant. Let's get faster here, boys. Let's not fuck <laughs> around here. Parvati beats... Parvati Jeff. versus John Meesh. Uh, Parvati's going on. Or Mish, I don't know how you pronounce it. Yeah. Who is that again? Is that... That's that's um, John and Jacqueline from San Juan del Sur. San Juan del Sur, yeah. So tied for Brandon Hans. I'm going tie because I was really scared. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> that day. Tie over. Let's go, Brandon Hans. Oh, okay. <laughs> Natalie Anderson over Wigglesworth, I assume. Yep. Natalie Anderson is going over Wigglesworth. Yes, sir. Um, are we gonna pull a Stephanie Lagrosa or an Alice uh, Alicia Alicia? Callaway here. I'm going. I'm going to go Stephanie. Yeah, Lagrosa. Wait, is it Stephania? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll fix it, dude. There you, you go. Did, you Jeez. Aris or Troisan? I feel like it could be close, but. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go Aris, made it to the end, and then, like, also, like, in his better season, he, he like, actually did well, but, like, Aris won. Yeah. I'll vote I, Aris. Yeah, I I'm think gonna based vote on Aris. that, I feel like Aris should move on. 
So now we have I our first two winner now. matchup, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yes, Ethan sir. Ethan Zahn and Brian Heideck, winner season three and winner season five. The Iceman. My dad went to high school with him. Or really? Not. Oh, yeah, you did tell me that. That's it crazy. was the same high school, but I, they're, they're a few years apart. I don't know if they ever um, went at the same time. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm then. going Ethan. Yeah, I'm going Ethan. Yeah, I'll go Ethan as well. 100%. Love the Iceman. Lamar Moret or Eliza Orleans? Oh. See, this is tough. Again, I didn't see Eliza's like original season where I assumed like she did better. Um yeah. Laura, I think she made it to five. Laura was like a challenge beast though. That was like pretty badass the watching all that in, in Blood versus Water. Um, I think I'm gonna. I'm, go Laura. I'm gonna go Eliza. Oh, I'll go Laura. I'm I'm going Laura. All right, then write it in. Yeah. Oh, and our next next matchup: two challenge beasts with Malcolm yes, and Malcolm and Chrissy Hoffbeck. I don't think Malcolm's a challenge beast. I would consider him a challenge beast. Like in terms of like all challenges, you look at uh, pre-merge stuff. He's a huge reason why his challenge, why his tribes win. He's a huge contributor in pre-merge stuff. So I would consider him a challenge beast in all sense of the word, not just in and and he does win individual challenges. He just doesn't win individual immunity nearly as much. Whoa, we're we're just we're just. I mean, yeah, Malcolm's going over. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna vote for Chrissy. No, but I will. I, but but what I will say is, Chrissy, I, I also think wouldn't be considered a challenge beast based off of just her pre-merge stuff. She only really came to her own in the end. Well, yeah, stuff. she is a, a pre. Uh, she is a challenge beast based off of her individual stuff. Yeah, she ties the record for most individual immunity wins. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, see, we love you. I might have voted for you. I don't know. I might have voted for you in the end as well. Not if uh, somebody else was there, though. Oh, I thought you meant right now. I was like, Camden, you were the one that put that in before talking to us. <laughs> All right, so Sari over Shan. Uh, easy. Sadly, yes. Sorry, Shan, you were awesome, but... Not awesome. Is Not as awesome as the goat. Come again, yeah. and maybe you win this time, and then we'll talk. So... I th I think Tasha made it further both times than Zeke. I feel like Zeke's the stronger player. I do think Zeke is the stronger strategic mind. Tasha's definitely better at challenges. Yeah, she was. But a Tasha, but but Tasha, especially in Cambodia, was just like, man, you really are just a number through and through the whole way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and she was so complacent. Like, I she think had she is back. kind of only known for her challenge wins. Alright, so Zeke. Yeah. Sorry, Tosh. There's not really an upset. No. Oh god, look at that next round. Tom versus Philip. So like Tom, right? Yeah, we're yeah, going no Tom on that one. Tom Westman. That's what we're talking about. Some of these some of these rounds are, are really easy. Aubrey, some, of these, some of these matchups. Mike Holloway. Aubrey, because I know I know what we all think of Aubrey, because we're all Michelle stands. Yes, sir. But, like Mike, I think is 
one of the worst winners just because, you know, he, he had to win his way to the end. See, it's tough, though, because if you would have asked me after Korong, I would probably give it to Aubrey. You ask me after Edge of Extinction, I don't really know. <laughs> I think because her Game Changers game is pretty pitiful. She votes on the wrong side of the numbers almost every chance she gets. When she wins immunity, she still gets screwed over. Uh, she just doesn't have any agency in the game good. the entire time. In Edge, in Edge of Extinction, she just gets outplayed by lesser players. So it's like, oh, in Game Changers, it's like, okay, sure. Maybe she just got outclassed by good players. But then she just gets outclassed by new players. So yeah. it's, it is it is really tough. It, could, it shows that overall she's had she's played worse than what she's played well so it is tough when did mike need to win immunities well he won he won at either eight or seven he won five uh not all in a row somewhere in between he played an idol so like for six votes straight he was safe i'm pretty sure is how it went that's pretty impressive yeah, I mean, not, she didn't have a stretch like that in Korong. I mean, guaranteed, she didn't really need that. Yeah, the point of Aubrey is that she went to the end without needing that stuff. Yeah. I'll throw a vote on Aubrey. I think I'm going to go Holloway. Mm. <laughs> Only because, like you were saying, Connor, she really, like... There is one thing to play multiple times, and then there is a whole other thing when you play multiple times, and your other outings are just really bad. Yeah, because it's true. Like I feel like I can't think of any other players on the top of my head that played three times and just got like that much worse. But like of their own doing, like it was totally on her the whole time. All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. Next. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Aubrey. I know. I know. I'm talking down on it, but I'm gonna go Aubrey. Okay. We'll make fans happy. Is there's we're way more Aubrey fans than Mike fans out there. True. Yeah. True. All right. So Cochran over Randy, right? Yeah, yeah. We're going John Cochran over Randy Bailey. Uh, Tina or Christian? I'm going Christian. I love the boy. Christian, 100. percent I no do love Christian. I think I would have given it to Tina, though, but. Yet another case where we're, like, not going to just go off of just, oh, they won. You know, that that's, we're not going to be yeah. based off of, oh, they won. They clearly are better. No, Christian definitely could, could have a very strong case for winning that game. Yeah. All right, Brenda or Sugar. Brenda. Brenda. Going to Brenda. Let's be. Let's stop playing. One of the right. uh, oh, last last uh, matchup of this side of the bracket. We're almost done with the first half of the first round. That's kind of on par because we're at forty minutes and we had a ten minute intro, so that's thirty minutes. It's not too bad. Andrea or Sydney? Oh, this is a tough one too, man. Sydney did make it further than her, but I still think it's super impressive that Andrea. Three times made it. I think it was like fifth, seventh, and eighth, or sixth, seventh, and eighth, something like that. I'm she going. She's a good player, and I feel like the only reason that she was taken out like one vote earlier every time was because of how like 
the only problem with her game was managing her threat level. And I think Sydney, if she were to come back, would again come back similar to Aubrey, maybe not as bad as a downfall, but I don't see Sydney competing well in other circumstances. I see Sydney doing better than Andrea on any repeat turns. I think it just shows that Andrea can't win. I think she's a good player. I just don't think she can win. I think Sydney is so low on people's minds that I think she totally could. But that being said, 11th strongest woman in the world, though, or something like that, I feel like people are immediately going to be like, oh, yeah, threat, you know. And, like, they saw her on Korong. It's like she's a strategic threat, too. I think they would still kind of go after her. Which yeah, I don't I, see her going far if she comes Andrea, back. Because, I mean, of course, I can't predict the future. But I know what happened with Andrea. She was, like, definitely the highlight of Redemption Island. People knew that, like, oh, she's a she was, like, the strongest new player on Redemption Island and still made it as far as she did you know, it, both times, Caramon and Game Changers. Yeah. So you, Andrea. I'm going to Andrea as well. All right, I'll go Andrea as well. I feel like the two seeds and the 15 seeds have been close every time. Yeah. Kenworth was a two seed. Uh, who else was a fucking... You know what? I don't care. Uh, next round. <laughs> <laughs> Tyson and Natalie Bolton. Um, Sorry, I Natalie. I love Natalie. But I'm going to go Tyson. Yeah. I'm gonna go Tyson. Just like he's he's good TV and his gameplay in Blood vs. Water is like no other. He is just like the most fun player to watch. Yeah, his commercials are just the most fun thing. I I always remember where he's like, he's like, I forget who he's talking about, but he's like, you know, they're talking about like God and all that stuff, which you know I don't believe in. I I believe in magic though. Magic's awesome. Yeah. What a I'm pretty sure that's Blood vs. Water. Yeah, that that's the one. He's yeah, it's, awesome. it's like literally every season he's in, he's always just so fun. Even even in Blood vs. Water, his winning season, he's still super fun all the way through. He is yeah, like he the that, like, Survivor that, highlight reel. 100%. Like, he is so fun. Man, the amount of times that I'm just like... <laughs> oh, all right, next matchup. <laughs> And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Daniel DiLorenzo. Oh, this is hard. And Eric Reichenbach. Did they He's... both made it far on both their seasons. I think Eric made fifth both times, actually. And he got medevaced on the one. Yeah. yeah. So, or it was either fifth or sixth. I'm but the fact but that it... he made such a dumb move and then makes it that far, pretty impressive. Yeah, and then Danielle did uh, get, or I guess she was the the most underwhelming of that trio in Heroes versus Villains, but she did play I, second. I feel like Eric was like like a lot dumber though, <laughs> and yeah, it's I, tough. I think they both have their pitfalls for players that went far both times they played. But I yeah. think. The the thing that edges Danielle, in my opinion, is the fact <laughs> that she didn't give away her hit her her not even hidden hidden fucking um individual immunity like that was so dumb. Yeah. 
I know Survivor I talks about it constantly, I, but man, that, you can't beat I that. I still will not blame Eric for that, though, because I think even though the girls like swindled him into thinking that he wasn't going to win unless he had done that, I do think he wasn't going to win. Yeah, know, right. It, he it, he wouldn't have won up against literally any of the other I, I think he needed to try something, and if it worked, it would have been a great move. Once again, if it, a great move is a bad move that actually pays off. Sarah. No, yeah. you, you said it wrong again. A bad move is a great move that didn't pay off. Like, Same difference. Okay. So. <laughs> All right, Kim over Caleb, right? Yeah. Sorry, Caleb. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace. We're going Kim there. Joey Wait. Amazing versus Earl Cole. Did you say rest in peace? Is he dead? What? Yeah, he, he, Caleb Reynolds, right? Uh, uh, He's not dead. Colton's the guy ex-boyfriend? Medivacs, he's and super young. No, no, he's dead. He died no, in a car crash. No, he's not. You're thinking of the wrong Caleb. No. 100%. Oh, yeah, what Caleb do you think I'm talking about? The blood versus water Caleb. We're thinking, we're talking about the co-wrong and game changers Caleb. That's right. Sorry, buddy. You did good on Big Brother. <laughs> All right. Joey, Joey Amazing Cole. or Earl Cole? I'm going Joey Amazing here. Earl Cole. I think you need... You need to give him his no. respect. Earl Cole, one hundred percent. Hope Joe, is Joe was Joe is the quintessential challenge beast, but his strategy game is severely lacking compared to, to compared to Earl. There's no question in my mind. Hope he doesn't ruin his babies with that cult he's in too. Uh, Wendell versus Shervin. <laughs> Wendell. Yeah, I'm going yeah, Wendell. Wendell. I feel weird. It seems like when there's a black person, they're going against another black person. Well, Earl beat a white person, so there you oh, go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> but I swear this was random. I just remember because like Suri went up against Shan, and I was like, oh, oh the first, like one of the first times like two black women show up, <laughs> they're against each other. Oh no! I swear it was random. I swear. Uh, <laughs> oh damn! Next round is two white people. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, gonna be a lot of that. Um, so we got Coach and Devins. I'm going Coach. Like I said with the Rupert vote, it would feel wrong, even though Devins is great. I'm going Coach. Yeah, I and I think Coach should have won. His yeah, I think Coach should have won South Pacific. I will say though, for Devins, um, if he won that season, how highly regarded would he really be? He just immunityed and idled himself to the end that's pretty much a mike holloway win the only difference is is he's actually really likable yeah yeah i don't know I'm i think people i think he's way more like higher regarded because he didn't win honestly but i also think Probably. i i also do think that there is a factor of being a likable winner being likable not only within the audience but also within the people that were there because i'm pretty sure on the jury, granted the jury was fucking huge. A lot of people liked Rick. Oh yeah, he that, was gonna that's, win. That's very good on your social game. To where, on the same side, Coach and Token Sheens, no shot he was gonna win that. Even yeah. in Heroes vs. Villains, I don't think he wins that. South Pacific though, he did really, really good. And I, I proved that he can't, he couldn't win ever. Because I mean, I don't know how he could have played a better game, and then. I guess other than, you know, being more likable. But I think he 
worked on that that season and became a he lot. He definitely more. did. He definitely. No, I did. think, and I think he was likable. I think that the reason why he loses there is because he's not good at articulating his game and explaining well. I think he's good at doing that stuff, and he it was very like nuanced in like improvement, but it wasn't something where he was just like, all right, I did this, and I know why I did this, so this is why I did this. He wasn't good at doing that, so I think that was a pitfall of his game as well because he wasn't able to own it. Okay. All right, I'm picking. All right, man. I'm going savage. I'm going yeah, man. I knew the Fiji liker would. Yes, sir. Yaman's also the best part of VG. Ricard was cool, but Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy. We do need to say these for the podcast listeners. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Yaman, Yaman went up against uh, Savage, by the way. I mean, we got, we're saying their names, so. We Sandra we over Lauren Beck. Yeah, Sandra for sure. Uh, so Susan Hawk and Sheehan. Queen stays queen, baby. I don't know, because um, Ian did really well in All-Stars specifically, but Sue just has, like, the greatest speech ever. She's the only person to come back from Thailand, I believe. Yeah. I think I'm going to want to go Xi'an overall. Uh, I'll I, go Xi'an too. And I think that's purely because... It's a definite, like, yeah. she, her game. In My vote is for Sheehan as well. I think her, she's a good player. I think she just read what was going on wrong in All-Stars. Right. Because <laughs> she's like, man, Amber's the mastermind here. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, that was a miss. <laughs> Susan Hawk was iconic, but I don't know how well, I don't think she stacks up well against Sheehan. Sheehan's game in All-Stars. All right, I'm going to pick Ben over Kimmy. Yeah, I'll go Ben over Kimmy Kaffenberg. Yes, ma'am. Then we got Candice and Todd. Another easy one, I think. I'm going to go yes, Todd. Sir. A 13 oh, seed I being a 4 seed. Whoa, this is just like March Madness. Rob Sesternino and Russell Swan. I think it's pretty easily Rob for me. Yeah. Yes, sir. The Cest boy. The Not Cest. only like his gameplay, but uh, uh, like... The, the stuff he's done for the Survivor community overall. I love his gameplay, actually. I love his gameplay, too, so, but I'm just saying... You're, added you just factor. said you didn't like it. No, what I'm saying, like, aside from that, like, on top of that. I so this is, this is a toughie, because... Amanda, Kimmel, and Devin. Because I feel like typical Survivor fan is obviously like, yeah, Amanda... We are such champions of Season 35, and Devin in particular... Is this the point where a one-time player finally beats an iconic player? Amanda just—it's so hard because Amanda's like such a good player. I feel like if it was like a few other three-time players, then he could beat a lot of them. But like, um, but like Amanda like made it to t- top ten all three times, made it to the finals twice. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. She's just got so much on her resume. I really want to like find a reason for Devin to win, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cause like, I think I think I'll still vote Amanda. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go Amanda here. Cause I'll once throw again, a vote to Devin then. Yeah, that's so fast though. I feel like Devin 
could have gone pretty far if uh, if he didn't go up against Amanda first round. And I was Man. that was a big part of the tournament was we were we were like, let's see how far Devin could go. <laughs> I'm gonna say this now. I don't I don't think I mentioned this yet. I helped pick the names. I didn't seed this. That that hurts. That hurts yeah. that Devin is out already. Yeah. yeah, that hurts. All right. Next matchup we got the other Cole Pepper. We got Mr. Brad and Debbie Wanner. Just I'm going to pick Brad, Brad because Debbie's yeah. a scary lady. <laughs> yeah. She's a crazy lady. She's a crazy She's lady. A crazy and lady. I got really scared. <laughs> That's a pretty baller matchup because they had a feud for a bit. Why well, Debbie had a feud with him. Yeah, it was the one tightest feud. Because uh, she's right, a scary so lady. Then, so now we, we have Sarah Lucina and Davey. Is Davey like is arguably arguably the best player in David versus Goliath. And I feel like led the best move of that season. But yet again, another but, Devin Pinto, I don't know if there's a case for him against Lucina. Yeah, especially after Winners at War. It's like she made it to Final Four again. Yeah. And if she goes to Final Tribal, she wins Winners at War. That'll be really interesting next round. We have uh, Sarah Lucina versus Brad Culpepper next round. Ooh. Just like in... Is that is that a, real, a confirmed thing that Sarah would win if she makes it to the final? I don't think that's necessarily confirmed. I don't oh, think that only really beats her. Over Tony? Or as if to, as in like Tony gets out fourth? Yeah, if she beats Tony oh, at if, the final yeah. making. Oh, if Tony goes out, yeah. I thought you meant if her and Tony are there together. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean if everything went down at the same time, like the same way it did on the show, but instead she wins the fire making. Yeah. And she goes to the tribe with Natalie and Michelle. I think she has the best chance, yeah. Yeah, especially after that, fi- after that final six speech, that jury ate it up, dude. She would have won 100%. Well, it would have been all girls, so I don't really think that that would have mattered. Tony, no, but, over the, but like they loved that speech so much, you know. I also realized part of her time to talk video. about these players later on, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. All right, so Tony over Jim Rice, unfortunate, but yeah, it's gotta happen. Yeah. I I never really got the Jim Rice love, I like the the casting loves him or whatever. I don't really get it. Oh well, but we <laughs> PG. I feel like PG's just the better player. I'm gonna vote Wu. Wu's the cool, cool guy. Made it to the finals. He's one vote away from being a winner. So I mean, I he's think... one like stupid decision from being the winner, and one like uh, the stupidest decision in arguably the whole show. But, but to his credit, even after that decision, he still got. So close. It was by one vote. No. He only got one. <laughs> what are you talking about? Sorry, I'm oh. so tired. <laughs> I, I've only stayed up so I'm, I'm still going to vote for Wu, though. I'm going PG. Make it Wu. Anyway. <laughs> Make it Wu, dude. You know, man, you know, it's definitely something to consider. Make it woo, dude. Consider a little faster. I'm going. I'm going woo. Let's go. I just just because PG, he just because he's better TV. I think PG is such a better player. All right, Adam or Bobby John. 
Adam. I'm going Adam. Yeah. Adam. Yes, sir. All right. Michelle. All right. Bob. Another winner matchup. Oh, yeah. Winner matchup. Michelle and Bob. I so vote Michelle. So it's I think Bob, Michelle's right? clearly, clearly the winner there. It's Bob. Yeah, against Bob. All right. We got Spencer and Haley Ford. So we got the jury boot queen or like the way better player. Let's go for the way better player. We're not going for the jury boot. What? All right. Spencer is, is the pick Amber or Hayden. Oh, well, this is tough. Another scenario where it's like, I feel like Amanda is a better player than Amber, but it's like Amber won. But like Hayden and Devin, I think are very similar players. Connor and I yeah, are also I, biased because we love him in Big Brother too. Yeah, well, I think on this matchup, I personally, I'm gonna vote for Hayden because, like, realistically, without Rob, Amber doesn't win All Stars. I yeah. do think that she did play a like a good game, but she was like. The only reason she won was because that jury was so bitter. It's hard to judge early games sometimes, too, because it's like in Australia, she did pretty well. But it's like that there's not a lot of strategy that went on in Australia. It's still yeah. very about it's still like hard focus on. Okay. Yeah, hard focus on who's who's the most likable. So I think strategy wise, I'm going to go Hayden. Hayden, I think, also just has the best social move in in any any game that I guess we could talk about later. Fishback or Cass? Fishback. Yeah. I'll yeah, go. yeah. I'm trying to think of a reason why I wouldn't go Fishback there. I feel like it is close. It, it's closer than I made it out to be, but at the same point, Fishback's, like... I don't think he gets enough credit about his game in Token Chains. Ooh, are we going to get a JT versus Fishback next round? Or or is Michael Yerger going to move on to beat Fishback? So, call back to when I was talking about, I can't really think off the top of my head of a player that's just gotten worse after three times, like, that bad. Here's the answer. JT. <laughs> I can, like, his second game, I feel like, isn't bad at all. I feel like his second game is really good, and people, people like yelling about how stupid that move is. I feel like is a little unwarranted. I don't think the him giving the idol to that to Russell is that stupid. Uh, I don't think it's stupider than Wu taking Tony to the end, certainly. But that, yeah, no, even, I agree with that. Not even considering that, like he made it to the top half of the heroes. That was just a hard tribe to survive on, going to tribal that many times. You know, but I agree, but it's, an, it's another thing. Dog. When you watch Game Changers, it really makes you think, man, I think he's just bad decision maker when it comes to Survivor, when it's not a thing where it's you're just riding your alliance till the end. Yeah. I do think I think that that knocks him down a little bit. The only problem is he didn't ride an alliance like in Token Sheens, though. He was the heart and soul of it. He had people literally saying, like, I will give up my spot. So you can win. But no, again, I agree with you. I'm not saying anything bad about his token sheets game. It's a, it, 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 that's there. I'm just looking at his other two games as well and putting that into perspective. I do think here against Michael, and I love Michael Yerger. 
I don't think he's done nearly enough to beat JT, but I will say that going forward, JT definitely is someone that is not a clear pathway. So I'm voting JT here. Uh, especially against Fishback, I think. Uh, we have another uh, 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 matchup that actually happened in the end with JT and Fishback next round. All right, we're almost done round one. One more eighth trend. All right, Boston <laughs> Rob or Mike Waite. Let's move on. Boston Rob. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Sorry Mike. Mike. <laughs> Jenna Lewis or Keith Nail? Um, ooh. I'll go Keith. Keith's another anomaly where it's like, is he good? You know, yeah. He's like the Nick Cage of, of Survivor. Is, is he good? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully there's a community college class taught about Keith Nail. Is he a good, he is he a good really survivor good player? Both outings. I mean, he was just had no idea what was going on any any of the time. And I feel the like the fact Jenna, that he stays until six and five? Yeah, but Jenna, if she won that final immunity, she wins the game. Yeah, I mean Jenna made it to like three in all stars and like eight, I think, in, in Borneo. Something I think she made merge. I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, so I, I add the numbers up, and they're pretty much the same. But but I feel like there's a there's an impressive value to to the fact that Keith Nail played in Modern Survivor, not really knowing what's going on, but still being able to like hang on until six and five. It's pretty big. I don't know if that's the same. I think Jenna's way of hanging on was way more impressive because. She wasn't even like really part of Robin Amber's alliance that much until like she kind of made her way into that alliance late in the game, and uh, 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 I, I I just think her way of staying in the game was a lot more impressive than people keeping Keith around because he didn't really know what to do a lot of the time and agreed loyal number. Okay. okay, I'm voting Jenna here. Yeah, same. I'm not willing to die on this hill. This is Keith. <laughs> Sophie or Sierra Dawn Thomas? Honestly, after Winners of War, I'm going to go Soph. It's a rare case where I think a winner did better on their second go through without winning. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, it may, I might have to watch South Pacific again. After watching Winners at War, because I was like, she was better than I thought, because I always thought of her as like, oh, I thought Coach should have won that season. Blah, Maybe blah, blah. it's because we were only looking at Coach, you know? I mean, there's nothing that she really did, I think, other than articulate herself better, honestly. Yeah. I think she had the advantage of dealing with a coach type to beat at the end. <laughs> so there's also. that. <clears throat> Two more wins I mean, against each other. Yule versus Vesepia. Yule. I think it's Yule. Yeah. I think it's Yule. The yeah. Another another winner matchup. It's, yeah. If only another I, one. Jenna Maraska versus <laughs> Cusack. <clears throat> I, I mean, we're I, going Jenna here. Jenna Maraska. has winning over Amy, so. Jenna Maraska. Yeah. No question. Uh, Sierra and Tommy. I'm pretty sure it's just one R, but I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I, get, um, I mean, that's kind of another one where you know, game got much worse each time. Yeah, yeah. and she got she got exponentially worse. 
Yeah. And I think it's also just really impressive that Tommy was able to talk his way to the end instead of doing the fire making. I think it's Tommy. Uh, Yeah. Perfect record. Yeah, I think he had a a really cool game considering that he didn't find any advantages or win any challenges or any immunities. I don't know if he won any individual challenges, but I know he didn't win any immunities. He didn't have any idols, and he was still able to beat everybody in the end. Very old Uh, I think. And I just think it's unfortunate just because I think Sierra's just gotten worse and worse every time. And mm-hmm. honestly, I'm going to say it. I don't think voting off her mom was, like, the biggest thing ever. I think that gets so overdone nowadays. Like, sure, she voted her out, but it wasn't like – all she did was just, like, do it because she kind of had to. It's not she like – She went with the numbers. She wasn't – it wasn't, like, yeah. a decision that would have changed if she didn't vote her out. So yeah. I think it does get overblown a lot. Um and the thing and, and another thing is waiting till six to do the flip on Tyson, Jervis, and Monica. If she did it around earlier, she wouldn't have to worry about rocks. So there is that. But I think she just legitimately didn't realize how on the bottom she was until Hayden pointed it out that tribal council, which is why I think that that's the greatest social move is to get could... change their mind in the middle of tribal especially like that far into the game risk your game for a one in three chance to leave the game or or you could just like vote with the numbers and like make it to final five right then and there what was one was it one in three or one in four it was one in three because uh jervis had immunity and then they were voting against hayden and monica so once it went to rocks it couldn't be any of them so it was either katie sierra or tyson that we're going home from that rock draw. Also, yeah, like ma- convincing someone to do a rock draw for you. Like Hayden was safe after that. And then uh, or like, with, with Sierra going to rocks for him, you know. But I do think Sierra's game in Blood versus Water is an amazing game. And I think it was just a little unfortunate in Cambodia, you know, that she was just kind of happened to be on the wrong side the whole time. Or I think pre-merge, she didn't, she didn't have to do much. I don't think she went to tribal a lot, but uh, immediately in the merge, it was just like uh, we we sided on the wrong side. Yeah, I think game changer. She just played too hard, too fast, a little bit because she just started throwing out names immediately. You don't want to be the first one, so there is that. Um, right, I don't. David dis- I don't dislike her blood versus water game. Just to be clear, I just think that like the. She voted out her mom thing gets so overdone nowadays. And it's like, I don't even think it was that good to begin with. Yeah. So there is that. David All Wright right. and Tom Buchanan. David Wright. I'm, yeah, I'm going David Wright. Yes, sir. Oh, shit. I flipped it. Okay. And then Russell Hance. Where we finally get to him on the last matchup. Russell Hance versus Jay Starrett. Is that Starrett, something like that. Which is unfortunate because I love Jay. Um... He but, was just I mean, on the wrong side of the vote so much. There, you know. there's, there's a clear answer here with Russell. Yeah. yeah. All right, we've made it to round two. How far are we? We this are a- an hour and five in. I feel like we'd just be like, this is a double one, two hours. Yeah. <laughs> double feature, baby. Yeah. All right, so Challenge Beast versus Challenge Beast. Ozzy versus Terry Dietz. It's Ozzy. 
I'm trying I, to think who's the more strategic player. You know? I think the fact that he came I mean, so I close think, and I think I think Ozzy's South Pacific game is actually pretty damn amazing. Also, that. I honestly, I I think the fact that he asked to be voted out, knowing that he'll win a challenge to come back, so then he can beat the person at redemption that would give the other tribe the numbers going into merge. So he risks his life in the game to uh, win a challenge that he doesn't know he's necessarily going to win to get back in. And then once he gets voted out again, he wins the entire merge all the way till the end to get back in. If, if, if there was one person that could do that, it was him. And I think that's a pretty impressive game. So strategically getting himself voted out and coming back, I think that's a really big strategic move. Um, he was out strategized by coach bringing Cochran over. However, I still think that was a great move to try and thwart them going forward. So I like that a lot. Uh, I don't think Terry's like really that strategic at all. And I'm not going to say Ozzy's a strategy mastermind, but I do think that Ozzy has glimpses of it and he has done things throughout his career to suggest so. All right. That that was, that was a big tangent there. (laughs) Richard or Kathy. I think Richard's going there. Yes, sir. Oh, that worked that time. Oh, what? Oh, that's weird. I just just hit the number and it it moved him on. All right, cool. Denise or Colby? I'm going to go Denise. It's kind of hard, but after Heroes vs. Villains, I feel like we realized how, how little strategy Colby really does. Yeah, and I think after Winners at War, it was only exemplified how much strategy Denise thinks. Because obviously she won the first time around, but she was kind of a hidden winner. Yeah, because you know, it was just like Malcolm was the star of the show. Right. She was like she and Malcolm, you know, never really like uh it was never like Malcolm was the mastermind. She was just with him. They, they decided were definitely a duo. Together. It was just Malcolm was the golden boy and more looked at than denise was right which i think is a credit to her game as well exactly yeah keep it it's yeah, like a, it's I'm it's a, a meat game. shield game before meat shield games were like the norm all right denise nisi time denise nisi all, all right. right so we got special friend favor or kelly <laughs> wentworth <laughs> i think it's pretty easily kelly in my I'm, opinion kelly yeah wentworth i'll go wentworth here all right, Rupert or Monica? Monica. Um, I'm, I'm like, do I do it again? Because I'm like, no, I, I think Pepper, I think Monica Culpepper is is enough of a significantly better player to warrant taking him out now. Well, she did better than Rupert on that season. That's true. Yeah, she I, did significantly. I, I, Rupert was the, Rupert didn't even play the game. Yeah. I would wonder what Rupert would have done if if it wasn't his wife that, that... Probably not much. I don't think he does much better than First Boot. I, he he has no reason for you to think otherwise. I, I think he stays long just in the sense that he's usually like a provider. So, he know, might I feel like make it long in sense of pre-merge, but I don't think he makes it to merge. I mean, especially he's if he's if, especially like if he's on Tyson's around. side, he's a provider that I think could keep him around uh, before the merge, and then even during the merge, I feel like not a lot of people are like, "Oh, he's a challenge threat," you know. 
But I don't. I think the the person. I don't remember. When did Rupert go? Rupert went out super late in Heroes vs. Villains. Oh, but Tyson went out like third boot in, in Heroes vs. Villains. So they, they never interacted then. I, I don't see their personalities working well together. And I think that Tyson would have just gotten the numbers to take him out early on in the merge if he does make it to merge. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't see him doing too much better to warrant Monica Culpepper going out before Rupert. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's the end all be all. I just think that Rupert's not like a like strategy player at all, he, really. Yeah, I th- I think Monica Culpepper doesn't get I think Monica I think Monica's problem is she she weighed all of her options and just got caught up in her head about what the correct thing was to do. Exactly. All right, James or Rudy? James. I'm going with banana etiquette. I like it, yeah. Even though he did, he did get voted out with two idols. I think and James is just such good TV hit. that I'm okay with him going over Rudy. He got hurt twice his other two times that like pretty much got him taken out of the game. Yeah, it's really sad because but when he gets voted out in Heroes vs. Villains, he's like, I guess Survivor just isn't for me. I just keep getting hurt. And it's like, oh, that was just so sad. Yeah. yeah. Also, like that happened. That keeps happening to like the biggest, baddest guy. Yeah. All right, Nick or Jerry? I think, yeah, I do love the turnaround Jerry had. Yeah, my problem with Nick, my my problem with Nick is he was like on the wrong side of the votes multiple times that season, and it was just like, damn, like like he he's a very flawed winner. He did he did cool stuff, but he was also. He was also wrong about stuff, and he misread situations multiple times. So he's definitely sure. not a perfect winner. Sure, but I also think maybe not to the fucking producers of CBS that didn't show his, much of his edit in Winners at War. I think his, to his credit, not only did he win his season, but he was all he also came in in sixth in Winners at War. And if yeah. we're talking like story wise, like Jerry cool. did have that turnaround in Heroes vs Villains, but if that first medevac didn't happen in David vs. Goliath. I do think we see Nick go first, which would have no. Totally I, I've seen life. stuff that says that that wasn't true. I don't think he gets voted out first, so I won't, I won't say that. But I do think that his game is very flawed. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'm going I'll Nick. Jerry, I'm voting Jerry. Yeah, I'm going Jerry as well. Oh shit! That actually we really kind of hurts. Okay, but we're going Jonathan over Courtney, though, right? 100%. No yeah, question. we're going Penner over Yates. Love you, Courtney. All right, Parvati versus Ty. It's Parvati, right? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, now I can't do any more Ty jokes. <laughs> He's a cute He's... little guy, but... uh. uh, Yeah, Ty's such a cute little guy. Natalie Anderson or Stephanie LaGrosa? Wait, hold on. Before we go, Ty, if this were a true matchup, Ty would just be like, she's a scary lady, and then and then get voted out. Okay, moving on. Parvati is a scary lady. <laughs> and then crazy Parvati would just lady. laugh. Yeah, she's a crazy lady, and I got really scared. <laughs> Natalie or Stephanie, I feel like similar players, that, and like one of them won, you know? And yeah. I think also Natalie did it. That like, idol play, dude. 
Yeah, I think I think Natalie is the is the winner of this situation. Yeah. I think she's a more clear answer. Yeah. Aris and Ethan Zahn. Another winner matchup. Another winner matchup. Damn, another Ethan is having one. a hard go of it here. Yeah. He's, he's I will only go against winners. And I think I'm gonna vote for him again. I think yeah, I would go for him again. Did. There I saw I saw a thing from the Blood versus Water press where it's just like Aris, definitely our most boring winner ever. And it's just like Jesus Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> just going for the kill. Oh my god. And I mean, some people like, especially if they in modern era of Survivor, if you go back and watch Africa, they'll they'll be like, "What are you talking about? Africa's so boring." But also, you gotta realize like different era of the game, and on top of that, like Ethan was such a good social strategist in that season. Well, he was saying that about Aris, not. No, I know, I know, but like, I could easily hear people saying like similar things about Ethan if they've only seen modern Survivor. Because Africa is such a slower season, but I I do actually like Aris in Blood versus Water. I think he his story in that is is very compelling with him and Vetus and whatnot. I think that's a compelling storyline. It's also just the thing in in Panama was like the final four, or I think Sari got fourth, right? Yeah, Sari yeah. got fourth. It was like people people loved Sari and Terry who got out fourth and third, and then it was like okay, now it's between the two we didn't like as much. Yeah, that. it's re- it's really sad because it's also just like, Sari was definitely like, she should have won that season. Like, just she made so many cool moves to should've make it happen. A lot of seasons. Yeah, she should have won a lot of seasons. So Malcolm over Laura Moret, right? Yeah. Malcolm, yeah. Malcolm's the boy. And Sari over Zeke. Yeah. Her... Just like in Game Changers. Yeah. Voting him out. <laughs> right. Tom over Aubrey, I assume. Yeah, I'm there... going Tom over Aubrey there. Ooh, two people very similar. Two nerds. Uh, Cochran <laughs> and Christian. Man. I mean, one of them won. One of them did win. <sighs> I just I just feel like Cochran embodied the idea, even though it wasn't second chance season. He embodied the idea of coming back and, like, becoming... Uh, a version of himself that could win, you know. But I like, kind of see look Christian at it, doing look at the it same this, thing. Yeah, yeah. Give Christian the chance, though. Like you look at it, Christian pl- did better than Cochran on their. If you equalize their first go th- go rounds, their their first two games. I can yeah, easily I see Christian coming back in and doing not, the same thing. But it's like I'm just saying, like you know, Cochran did that. We haven't seen Christian do it yet. So I mean, one of them did it. That was five seasons ago. Give him yeah, time. I, that the amount of time doesn't fucking matter. I'm just saying one of them came back <laughs> and did, like embodied the idea of becoming the better version of yourself. Sure, Christian hasn't gotten the chance to do that yet. That's not a fucking argument though on who's better. It's just one of them did it. Sorry. <laughs> it's bracket in another five years and Christian comes back and does the exact same thing. Also, pretty hard to just assume that, you know, like, well, if Christian comes back, he's going to do the same fucking thing. That was one of the best wins, Cochran, especially, like, from where he started his first season to how he came back and persevered. Yeah, and I guess. To assume Christian is going to do that if he comes back, I think is silly. Whoa, okay, don't say, don't go that far. 
I'm I just... think I was just trying to – you can only compare what's here. And what I was comparing here is their first two games, Christian played better. Uh, yeah, okay. Their, I mean, two, their two first games. Like, but you said, like, you can only compare, like, with, with what's here. I – Cochran is there. His <laughs> game is there. No, I know, and I'm, and I never said to not consider that. I'm just saying, look at. I'm just trying to put out some facts here. Don't get, don't, don't get all, don't get all like that. It's Cochran, okay. <laughs> we know it's Cochran. Jesus, okay. I Unless you all want to vote Christian, you all want to do that. No, I was just trying to have a conversation, but you just want to, you just want to push it through here. So conversation. Oh, oh, uh, shit. A caramel. Oh, okay. Brenda. Yeah. Brenda. See, I just love Brenda so much. <laughs> I feel like Brenda didn't get her get her due. So she didn't get to shine, and then she got burned so bad that she's probably never coming back again. Yeah. Wants so, nothing uh, to be a survivor ever. Whereas Andrea is like a survivor queen. Yeah, and and I saw a lot of stuff that's like when Jeff Probst retires, Andrea should become the host of the show. And I'm like, not I would not be opposed. I would not yeah. be opposed at all. That makes and the end that just like makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I think she'd just be really good at it. I think I'm gonna go Andrea here. I'll go Andrea. Fuck it. I'll switch my vote. I'll throw a vote Brenda's way just because I love her so much. But I love both of them so much. Yeah. And hey, That's with Andrea work. going so far, it's kind of like a like, it, it's a little bit of a spirit animal for Xander because they're dating. Oh, Andrea and Xander, they're are they? dating. Yeah, you guys didn't no know. No way. I yeah. feel I feel like I just saw a post of both of them, and I was like, oh, cool, they're hanging out. I didn't realize they were dating. They were they were just in New York for um, Wendell and Bryce's premiere party for forty two, together, and they took like okay. pictures together, and it was all. No cute. way. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I don't know if they posted like pictures to Instagram yet, but they've definitely posted each other on their stories. That's pretty cool. Tyson yeah. or Danielle? <laughs> How did he swing that? Good for him, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. Well, yeah. I mean, like, how he, old is she? Like, I don't know. But um, but like a he's, week after, he's younger than he's my age. Yeah, a week after Wait, yeah. um. A week he's, after the... he's, he's younger than than Robbie than Pele. True. I wonder. I don't know how old Andrea is, but I'm like the age difference has got to be pretty significant. Um, uh, a week after the 41 finale, I think uh, Xander was also on Michelle's story, so that another little yeah, interesting Andrea bit is... there. Yeah, she's 10 years older than him. Yeah, That's or crazy. 11. That's that's weird though. Um, I, know, I didn't know that. I know. Are you um, sure? Are you yeah. sure? <laughs> yes, I'm certain. All right. So you nice. also thought Wu lost to Tony by one vote, so I don't trust. Okay, you but I'm exhausted. So Tyson over Danielle. Easy. Yes. Also, another weird age gap in between like uh, real, former reality players. Mike Holloway uh, married um, Connor. You're gonna know the person, Meg from BBC. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So another winner matchup. A lot of people say these are two of the best games played, Kim or Earl. And I know you I, both are going to go fucking Kim, so I'm, I'm voting Earl. Well, I'm going Kim, yeah. I think Kim played a better game. Uh, I think she outsmarted people. Um, 
I think and it was like literally everything happened because of her. In Fiji, other stuff happened not because of Earl. Yeah, I think I think Candace is arguably the best or like she arguably played the best game ever. Earl arguably or arguably was just the the most likable at the end, you know. I feel like she did more stuff than him yeah. to get to get <laughs> Fuck you guys, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> All right, Wendell and Coach. Wendell. It's another tough one, man. It is tough. Coach. I don't care. I'm going Coach. It's really <sighs> tough, but it's I tough because I like them both a lot. I really Wendell's like Wendell's a Wendell. Philly boy for me. The thing is, if I was voting at the end of both of their seasons, I think I would have voted for Coach, and I think I would have voted for Dominic. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. what that's what I see like that I'm the same way. I think mm. I would have voted I, I remember being like I would have voted for Dominic, but like in the back of my mind like I knew that Wendell was winning for some reason and I understood why he won. So it wasn't like I was ever pissed off about it. And I actually really like Wendell. I think he's a good winner. Yeah. Um, I think both that might have been like the most even any like two players were at the end. Yeah. Um I'm sticking with my guns on this one. I, I and really I like vote for white men. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go coach. I think he has a better ar- argument. And also, Mans is just overlooked. So I want to want to give some love. All right, Yao Man Chan or Jeremy Collins. I'm very easily going Jeremy here. Yeah, same. Pity vote for Yao Man. <laughs> You can vote for Yao, man. You just won't win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sandra just, versus Gian. I think it's Sandra, right? I think it's yeah. I think it's very clearly Sandra. Queen stays queen. Well, we'll see. True. <laughs> we got Ben and Todd. More winner matchups. More winner matchups. Um, I think it's easily Todd for me. I love Ben, but it's got to be Todd. Yeah, I'm voting Todd there. Sorry, Ben. A thirteen seed is making a making a name. Rob Sesternino or Amanda Kimmel. I really like Rob a lot. I'll give a vote to Rob. I'm going Amanda. To be honest, man, it's so hard with Amanda's resume. Because I think I would have voted Devin over Rob. So if I'm voting Amanda over Devin. And I'm definitely voting Amanda over Rob. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I, I really like Rob as well. I just wanted to give him his due, but I, I, I guess Rob you're right. So I'm, I'll, I'll just yeah. give it to Amanda then. Let's just move on. Amanda. Damn. Sorry, Rob. Sorry, Rob. All, All right. right. We have a real-life matchup that actually happened. Do we agree with what happened at the end of Game Changers? We have Brad Culpepper with Sarah Lucina. This is literally like we're voting on the jury. This See, what's crazy right. is in the moment, I would have voted for Brad. I remember watching the season and being like, I, Brad's my champion. I want him to win. And I was like behind him the whole time, even though I knew Sarah's game was great and everything. Even at the end, even with all of it, like legitimately, I still would have voted for Brad if I was on the jury. Uh, I, I just really liked him that season. I really appreciated his game. And... I would have voted for him there. I think the problem is 
that Sarah's come back and basically done it again almost in a, in a harder season. So there is that. I so, I think for me personally, in that scenario, as if I'm on the jury for game changers, I'm voting Lucina. It's yeah. also it's also tough because they both had great turnarounds. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. They're both fantastic players, and it cut. It really does hurt to see Brad go so soon, but I think it's yeah. got to be Lucina, purely because That's in that cool. moment I would have also voted for her. But also in Winners at War, dude. Even if it's her and Tony, I have a toss up. And that's just me. I know you guys would probably vote to Tony for sure, but and and, yeah, and, I, and another thing with Brad is just like the pre-merge. He, he like owned the pre-merge. He's the reason why Malcolm went home. His relationship with JT, like he did a lot of stuff pre-merge as well, and he right. o- owned numbers. So yeah, because I was Brad's champion pre-merge too, and and then like throughout the whole thing, I was like, I'm I'm rooting for Brad because that's he did so well in in the pre-merge, and so I've been with him this whole time. And then by the end, I think I did end up thinking that, like, no, like, Lucina was the better player, though. I think I would vote for her, even when I was watching it back then. All right. Oh, we have... Did you just want this to happen? Is that why we got PG out so early? Yeah. (laughs) So we could have a Tony versus Wu. Yeah. So we can all vote Tony? Wu is the eight seed. And I think if you flip those numbers, those are the number of votes they got. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, actually. Tony got eight votes and Wu got one. Although if you ask Pele, Tony got five. Yeah, apparently Uh, he lost like one vote. I stayed up so we can record this at fucking 9 a.m. for my time. And you fuckers (laughs) pushed it back 30 minutes. I'm tired. All right, let's just make the obvious choice here. We're going woo. Yeah, we're... (laughs) (laughs) What the show should have done. What the show should have done. Woo would have been a great winner, too. Imagine woo and winners at war. Uh, Yeah, if it was, I wonder what that season would be like if it was like woo took Cass and then woo won. And then Wu's not on second chance, and Tony is. Dude, Tony versus Jeremy in second chance? I'm happy the way it turned out. Because <laughs> yeah. you know. You I don't want to his... play that timeline. Oh, but then we still get Tony in Winners of War if he wins second chance. Oh, but we don't get Jeremy. Don't Dude, that's, Jeremy. that's but such that, a cool That doesn't necessarily mean Tony's on second chance. Tony might be on Game Changers again, though. Yeah. And, and he might but, actually care this that. time. He might have a better shot at it. Yeah. He might care, yeah. But we have another yeah. winner matchup. Adam Klein and Michelle Fitzgerald, the winners and of 32 and 33. A duo in Winners at War for a little while. Yeah. A wee bit, Luddy. I'm going for Michelle. Adam was my first season that I watched winner, but <laughs> Michelle is maybe my favorite, so I'm going her. Yeah, I'm going Michelle. Yeah, Adam did great, but he also did some really poor moves in my opinion Michelle on the other hand did really really great Both Michelle I really don't feel like did anything wrong ever yeah she's, <laughs> she's just perfect she's, <laughs> she's just so so cool and funny and smart <laughs> man she did awesome. I was watching a Parvati 2.0 video and it was just like the probably the most successful Parvati 2.0 is Michelle like she's not exactly that archetype, but she fits it most like closely to any other winner. 
Yeah. All right, All right Spencer and on. Aiden. I feel like this is kind of close. This, this is this is, is tough. Close. Yeah, this is tough. This is definitely tough. If only Hayden played a second time. I guess he did play two times or two things, and and, and he did win one of them. So and he won that one by one vote. Slightly. So, shut the like fuck for real up, or like, Connor. Yeah, he won four to three. <laughs> Which is honestly that slight slight step into the BB area. Kind of crazy the fact that he won by one vote in that season. <laughs> anyway, as in like he should have won by more. Yeah, he should have won by a landslide. He played a way better. Well, game. the two two people that voted against him were dating basically, so they had a pact. Basic like they were going to vote together, and then the other person was who voted against him was close with the other person, so it made sense. I'm just saying the the games don't stack up, especially that that final speech. Anyways, Survivor time. Um, Although Hayden had what I consider to be the greatest social move in Survivor, I feel like it's so impressive that Spencer did what he did twice. And the fact that... And I mean, that... I feel he's another one like Cochran that I feel like embodied the idea of a second chance and like becoming the better version of yourself. Just for whatever reason, they just didn't like him as much. And I don't really know why, but I feel like he did everything he really needed to do to get to the end. And uh, uh, it was just like unfortunate that, you know, when when Final Four came that they were up again or he was he had like two giants to choose from. And, and yeah. I get Jim one. But I'm saying like uh so they went with Wentworth to vote out there. But, like, it, it was just so unfortunate how, in the end game, how many Titans were left that it was like you can't can't physically get them all out, you he know? He kind yeah. of became the kingmaker later on in that season. And I think that enca- the thing that encapsulates his level of play for me is the fact that in his Ponderosa video at four in uh, Kageyan, Literally everybody told him if you were in the finals, we were voting for you, and we could see a, we could see a totally different uh, winner of Kageon had he had, won, had he had won the final four. Yeah, and it's really upsetting because it's just like I totally agree with everything that Cameron says. I think he totally improved himself, and I think because he played hard uh, and said some things that everybody got mad at him for. It's like, all right, you guys are pussies. Sorry. Like he, like I totally agree. He totally like turned around, and you you see what he was trying to do the whole way through. It was clearly a theme on his mind of what he was trying to do all season. He became way more like vulnerable socially, and just like upped his people skills. And like we saw like a real arc with him being like, you know, I I have a hard time saying I love you to people, and then like he did it to his girlfriend on the show. Yeah. That sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> on the show yeah no uh i i think without a doubt it's spencer but i love Hayden i don't think it's so without much. a doubt but i will vote spencer sorry hayden you had a really great one game would love to see you again but but if if hayden does come back and does even better no question it's hayden we have another matchup of uh, do we agree with what happened in the end of Token Chains? We have Fishback versus JT. 
This I is think, <laughs> I think our perspective on this is a little swayed, not only because of all that we saw in Token Chains, because personally, if I were to see, if I were in that jury, I probably would have voted Fishback. Um, and secondly, we've already talked ad nauseum about it, but JT's downfall, it's, it's insane. I do think I would have voted JT if I was on. The problem that I have with, (laughs) with JT's likability is like, I don't know how much of it was just him doing that, like, or him like actively trying to do that as strategy or just people like were that stupid. So <laughs> I, mean, I think that's the point of like a likable person is that they don't try to be likable. If you are likable, that's just who you are. I guess like, if you're like trying to be likable, I feel like it easily comes off as fake. Uh, I mean, they, yeah, but not, also you know. like, well, like, here's the thing. I, I think JT only wins with 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 fishback as his accomplice with strategy steven is clearly the the strategy person behind them anytime jt tries to do strategy without fishback on other seasons it fails right like he just doesn't he doesn't so if i think having fishback there to help him bounce ideas off there is what helped him get to the end so i think the reason why they both made it is because they both made it because of each other like their weaknesses were complemented by the other person so I think that's a really interesting thing about them. I just think in the end, when you have people that are both doing complement each other's games, the person that people like more will get the the edge. So I understand why he wins. But like when you think about it, it's true. Like think I, about their other games. They needed each other. Yeah, I that's will the- also say <laughs> that for sure, I think if like you're saying to, to compliment what you're saying, Connor. In that game, no matter how likable JT was, I think if he doesn't have that strategy behind his back, that he could easily be seen as like a physical threat, and he would have been taken out much earlier in the merge. Yeah, that that's the hard part too. Is is thinking it, like thinking of their second games too, because they're pretty <laughs> identical both their second games in terms of like placement and in terms of like they both needed each other in order to make it as far as they did the first time, it was almost like they had the exact same game that they did the first time. I feel like JT tried being different in Heroes vs. Villains, but it, it didn't really do anything. I still feel like he was that likable guy, and the first time he tried making that huge, like, dirty move that he wanted to do, like, that whole season is when it backfired. Yeah. So... It's hard judging from their second games. And I guess if you want to throw in the third game, it was like, yeah, JT just did horrible in Game Changers. I think I'm going to give the edge to Fishback, personally. I I think I'll vote JT. Come on, Connor, you hate JT. <laughs> I don't hate him. I just don't think he's like I think he just keeps getting worse and worse and it just shows how bad of a player he is on his own. I'm going to smash cut to you saying that to in the introductions pod when you just trash on him. It's going to be funny. (laughs) This is a tough one, man. (laughs) (laughs) If we were the jury in Token Chains, or I guess that's not fair because we can't just consider Token Chains. 
but uh, but I think it is a fun a fun little thing to to add. I don't I yeah. don't want to do it. Don't do it. I don't want to do it. Don't do it. <laughs> oh man, Connor, go with your gut. Well, what's your gut telling you right now? It's all right. I'm going JT. You fucking asshole. Yeah. I did not think that was gonna happen when we when when we got to this. I was like, I think we're all three gonna vote fish back. That and that hurts. It's I, tough. So it, it really is tough. Like the, like the points that we were bringing up. It's. Dude, imagine... I'm going into everyone with an open mind. Imagine Spencer versus Fishback, man. So Boston Rob over Jenna. Yeah, that's a pretty simple one. Sorry. All the, we got the duo of Sophie and Yule. Oh. Yo. Yule. I still think <laughs> yeah. it's Yule. Oh, Yule. <laughs> yeah. And they're two winners. Yule should have made it to merge. I mean, Sophie, if you look at their games equally... Both yeah. won the first time. Sophie did better the second time. Yeah. But Yule. Yule had the But Yule. <laughs> Yule's <laughs> way better. Okay, another winner matchup. Jenna Maraska and Tommy Sheehan. We have a lot of winner matchups. There's so many. I guess there are like 39 of them, 38 of them. So I guess that's bound to happen. 37 but... of them. No, yeah, 38. So Tommy, I'm going Tommy. Yeah, yeah I'm going Tommy well man that we literally just covered the next three round three matchups in like two minutes <laughs> they were and then we got one. david wright and russell hans right right russell hans two yeah. ball two baldies two ball- <laughs> duking it out i like I, david wright but russell hans i like david a lot player. as well all right that covers two rounds bye <laughs> They're just like watching it, and they're like they're they're talking about possibly going on, but there's only a minute left in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Guess is that they didn't. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go with my gut here. I think we're gonna, yeah, we we're gonna cut it here because we can make enough. All right, cool. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in and watching this first episode. We will continue the bracket next week. Yeah, like, this is even more hype for you to check out next week. Next week, next week's episode, the the finale. Next week, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Just Connie. like real March Madness, uh, this one is split up into multiple weeks. Okay, well, I don't think it'll be three weeks. <laughs> I just no, said, the finals will be one episode. episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just have like an hour long debate, thirty minutes on one person, thirty minutes on the other. This we'll see Francesca, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> this this is right, a long outro. Thank you guys for watching this long, long podcast. Uh, check out the socials at uh, Survivors Ready Pod on TikTok and Instagram, at Survivors Ready RDY Pod on Twitter. Uh, subscribe on YouTube to watch the video format of the podcast. And uh, don't forget to f- uh, subscri- subscribe or follow on your podcast app of choice. And if you can, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever you can listen to this, too. And, uh, yeah. Bye. Later. Bye. I'm Paul.